Hello, 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 what's going on everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid, and this is episode 259 of The Real Queen Sid Show, and I'm excited because today we're going to be talking about ways to level up your business, Um, and a lot of this is going to be mental things that need to be leveled up inside of you before your business will actually level up, but I'm excited for you guys to uh, listen to this and get some value from it. If you do, get uh, make sure you screenshot it, share it into your Instagram story, and tag me at the Real Queen Sid. I love you guys. I appreciate you, and I love all of the tags. I'm so, 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 so grateful, and um, I do reshare uh, pretty much every single one. So without any further ado, let's get into this episode, and I uh, hope you guys love it. So I want to, how many of you guys have kind of like, this has happened to me. So like, I will, I will throw myself on the sword. How many of you guys have gotten to like a level and you're like, oh yeah, this was like, this was what I was aiming for. And then you kind of like get comfortable and then get, it drops down. Right. So like think about rank seven, right. We hit rank seven, uh, a year ago, a month, this month, one year ago. And something that you guys might not know is we never hit it again. We hit it in in, uh, November and then there was a return that dropped us back down to rank six, three star. So we never hit it again, right? So I can relate to this on a level of like getting to a rank and hitting a, hitting a bonus or hitting a goal or hitting a whatever. Maybe it's MVP for you. Maybe it's rank four, maybe it's rank three, maybe it's rank two, whatever. Hitting a level and then kind of getting com- comfortable and losing focus on moving, on maintaining that level number one and moving through that level number two. So I wanna talk about getting to the next level. And I think the first thing that we wanna talk about with this, uh, which actually feeds right into exactly what we were just talking about with these announcements is it's the systems that gets you to the next level, not the results. And what I mean by that is there are some people on the empire that are having uh, a lot of success with Facebook reels right now going viral, but they don't know why they're going viral. And so if you don't know the strategy behind getting a reel to go viral, if you don't know the strategy behind, maybe you have something go viral and you get a bunch of followers and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, how do I do it again? Right? If you don't know the strategy behind it, it doesn't matter because it's not, it's not consistent. It's not sustainable, right? So it's the systems that will get you to the next level, not the results. So one of the reasons that I wanted to, um, to get a better onboarding system, I love Betty, I do, but I don't think that everybody loves it. And so that's why I wanted to gamify the system with having it all written out. There are people that are going to love being able to print out that thing and check it off and check it off and check it off. I know Laura Johnston's one of them people that would love to print it out and check it off and check it out. I know, I know you. Okay. So the systems will get you to the next level, not the results, right? So if we don't have a proper onboarding system for the team, there are going to be some people that are fast starters. There are going to be some people that are self-starters, but if you can't duplicate that through multiple people, it doesn't matter. They're an anomaly. They're a one-off right? You can't consistently build a team with anomalies. You're going to be recruiting a lot of people if you try to do that. You're going to be recruiting a lot of people if you try to do that, right? So it's the systems that get you to the next level. So next time you have something go viral, you have a post that's really successful, or you have something that gets a lot lot of good interaction, I want you to take a moment to just really like focus on what you did to do that. Right. I know Emily's been having a lot of her reels go viral and she's been focusing a lot on like, okay, if I do this, does that affect things? If I do this, does that affect things? She's super green. So this is perfect for her. But 
it's it's the system, it's not the results, right? Anybody can make a, a reel go viral. Anybody can make a TikTok go viral. Can you consistently do it to which you to to where you're bringing in multiple leads, right? So focusing on the system and not just the results, right? Um, and I like I like this because I think that sometimes we focus on the wrong goal, right? Like we focus on followers, we focus on viral, we focus on likes, we focus on comments, we focus on views, 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 views. It's not getting enough views, it's not getting enough views, it's not getting enough views, but those are all vanity metrics. Like a, a real going live or going viral and getting a million views, it's a vanity metric. It's, it strokes your ego. But if you can't convert them, if you can't do it again, if you can't consistently have those reels going viral, then it doesn't matter, right? So next time you have something that works really well for you, focus on the system that it that you went through to get there, right? Maybe something that you did where like you had a lot of success selling trials. Um, maybe it's something that you like, how do you, like, do you, know, those of you that have hit MVP, do you know how you hit MVP? I know you do, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, I know exactly how I did and hit MVP, but for a really long time, right? So I'll throw myself on the sword again for a really long time. Uh, Jesse Lee would say, like, I would say, I want to, I want to hit rank seven. And she's like, okay, so run. But what does run mean? What, what's the system behind run? What is the actual action steps that you're taking? What does it actually mean to run, right? This 90 day run, I know a lot of y'all, you know, got started with this 90 day run and you're like, wait a second, I've never ran in my whole life. I don't know what this, I don't know what to do. I don't know what this is. I don't know how to do this. I'm not sure, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not clear, right? And that was me actually, when I first started the run. I literally was like, um, I don't think I've ever run before. Okay, uh, this is all new to me, right? So focus on the systems that you, get you to the next level, not the results. Uh, yeah, it was a year ago already. Isn't that crazy? So can we hit it again this month? That would be really cool if we did it. And then just like hit it this month and then never dropped again. We just took like a year hiatus. Um, okay, the next thing, which plays right off of this, um, is cultivate the skills. Cultivate the skills, right? Again, it's not focusing on going viral. It's focusing on uh, the skill of creating TikToks that are valuable and that that catch that consistently catch the um, the attention of people, right? So there's a reason that I started my TikTok over again because I know the system of how to build on TikTok now. I know exactly what's gonna build. I know exactly what's working well. And I also know because I just, I helped Holly do it. Holly went from 16.3 thousand followers to 63,000 followers in the last four days by gamifying exactly what I keep, gamify is like my favorite word lately. I wanna gamify everything because it makes things fun. But she literally just took everything that I trained you guys on on Monday and implemented it and implemented it and implemented it and implemented it. She has, you know, Holly's not even a promoter anymore. And she has 11 new customers this week, 11 new customers this week. She ain't even a promoter. So guess what? I got 11 new customers this week because they're my customer referral. <laughs> okay. So cultivate the skills and then use each other's. Oh, sorry. She just texted me 12 new customers. I apologize. She just texted me. Uh, she's not read at all. 
the other part of that is using each other's strengths, right? I started out this call and I said, these are the things that I want to implement with the Phoenix. These are the systems that we need to put in place for the Phoenix to get to the next level. But I, I'm not skilled in these areas, right? So using each other's strengths, right? Laura, Laura Spears just said she loves answering newbie questions. Perfect. Cause I hate it. Despise it. Can't stand it. It, I can't, I, sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this hurts. Oh my God, this hurts. And it's because I don't like typing out whole systems, right? So like, how do you change your referral code? Which is definitely a newbie question that needs to be answered and it's important. And you're not going to know that for no reason, but like, I hate typing out the steps. I hate it. So it's, it's cultivating, it's, it's cultivating a community where we can use each other's strengths. We all know that Laura Johnston is incredibly strong at customer acquisition and customer retention. Why wouldn't we use that for the whole Phoenix? Why wouldn't we lean on each other so she can, she can use Laura, Laura Spears' skills of being really, really great with newbies and, and then contribute in the sense of she's really great with customers, right? Does that make sense? Of course, it's the two Lauras that are really great with skills that I'm not great at. So cultivate those skills and then use each other's strengths in areas that you need help in, right? The next thing that I want you to focus on to get to the next level is this, this thing I'd like to call the tunnel of focus. The tunnel of focus is something that I've been focusing on a lot lately, a lot lately, because have you ever heard Jesse Lee say, the empire is the hardest team and the easiest team to be a part of. It's facts. It's facts. Because the industry standard, you are a, um, you are an elite recruiter. If you recruit more than like, I think it's like five people in your entire network marketing career, right? You are an elite recruiter. You've recruited more people than, than most people in, in the uh, industry standard. Yes, girl. I have to get the exact, I, I have to find the exact metrics. I have them written down somewhere because Eric says it all the time. You're an elite recruiter. If you've recruited more than like five people, it might be nine, but five people in your entire network marketing career. Y'all, there are people on the empire that recruit nine people in a month. It is so easy to compare on this team. It is so easy to look at. Do you guys know that the fact that Megan George had almost 300 customers the other month is not normal? Jesse Lee said that on a on uh, the Eric Work uh, Eric Worry Mastermind, the six figure mastermind that I'm part of. Jesse Lee said that on the mastermind. She said, "Yeah, Megan George had 300 new customers last month, and everybody was in the chat like, excuse me, 300 new customers." But we're over here because you know I'll tell you some of these six figure earners they get like three new customers a month. They get like no new customers a month. They get like they get like one new customer a month, right? A lot of y'all are doing extremely better, extreme, extremely better, way better than a lot of the people in the industry, but you don't see it because you're comparing yourself to the empire. I remember I've been around on the empire for more, more time than anybody on this call. I've been around for four and a half years on the empire. I remember when my nine customers put me at the top of the leaderboard, the top. I remember I remember when my five customers put me at the top of the leaderboard. 
but the empire keeps leveling up and we keep comparing ourselves. So this tunnel of focus that I like to talk about is really just focusing on what's important to you because the empire really values at like, you know what Jesse, I mean, you could put it in the chat. What do you think Jesse Lee values in business? She values people bringing in a lot of customers. She values people bringing in a lot of recruits. She values people bringing in a lot of volume, right? But that's not the only skill sets in the industry. And that's what's amazing about this industry is that while that's super important to her because that's important to her and her business, if you look at Bree, who's also a very successful business owner, what's important to her is incredible leadership skills. What's important to her is cultivating culture. What's important to her is bringing the, is reaching her hand down to those brand new babies in business and saying, let me give you a hand up. That's what's important to her, right? Some people, it's really important to cultivate, to be at the top of the, uh, at the top of the personal, new personal MVP list, right? Uh, so, so um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, developing MVPs. Like, do you want to be at the top of developing MVP list? Do you want to be at the top of developing six-figure earners list? Right? So like, if you look at Stormy Wellington, Stormy values developing millionaires. She's developed 36 millionaires. She wants black millionaires specifically. So this tunnel of focus is deciding on what you want to focus on. What is important to you? Because all of those women that I just, that I just named are successful women. Would you want Stormy Wellington's bank account? Sure, hells yeah, I would. <laughs> Hell yeah, I would. Would you want Jesse Lee's bank account? Hell yeah, I would. Would you want Brie Nichols' bank account? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. All of those women are super successful by industry standards and they all value different things. So what do you value? And create this tunnel of focus, right? This tunnel of focus allows you to kind of bring yourself back, right? So when I start, when I start seeing that I'm sliding on the new customer list, sometimes I'm like, oh, I got to go get new customers. And I get all like worked up. When I've told you guys on multiple Zooms, that's not my goal. My goal is to cultivate six-figure earners. So I need to be on the MVP development list. I need to be on the recruiting list. That's where I need to be. I don't need to be on the new customer list. I've seen enough customers to hit MVP. That's it right? So cultivating that tunnel of focus. The other things that are important in your tunnel of focus is what is your pitch, right? We talked about this on Monday, but what is your like one sentence? This is who I am. I told you guys that mine is um, that I build, I help people in the LGBTQ, I help queers build six-figure businesses. That's my pitch. I don't know why it just took me so long to get that out, but that's my pitch. Like that is me. If you look at Holly's pitch, right? I helped her cultivate her pitch. Uh, Holly's pitch is uh, she is a registered dietitian and a personal trainer that helps people become strong and confident by building healthy habits. I had to think about it. Oh my God, Nova just scared me. Hi, sissy. So a couple of you messaged me and I helped you also cultivate your pitches, right? Um, Maria's not on here, but she's um, she is our... Well, she's our grief promoter, promoter in Germany. Did you know, this is a side note. Did you know that she's on Monday night training every single week and Monday night training in Germany is at midnight and she's on every single week. Anyway, she sent me this whole like web of ideas that she had come up with to, uh, she's like, these are all the things that I want to talk about. And she's like giving me this whole list, this whole web. 
And I picked out the common denominators through everything that she said. And I sent her back one sentence. She goes, oh my God, you're so fast. I said, yeah. She wants to help people pleasers take their life back. All of you have one sentence, right? So that's also important in your tunnel of focus. So that when you start, like, when you start looking at other people, right? When I start looking at the keto people that are at the top of the leaderboards, I can say, well, I don't want to help keto people. Why am I focusing on that, right? The other thing that's important with your tunnel of focus is your niche. And your niche is just who do you want to help? It goes back to that pitch, right? Your niche is just who do you want to help? And then you as a person fall under that umbrella. And then the other thing with your, uh, with your tunnel of focus is your branding. Do you know how easy it would be for me to start cooking on live? And it would probably explode my business very quickly. I am not going to do it. I'm not going to. It's not authentic to me. It's not what I enjoy. It's not what I want to build. Some of y'all love cooking on live. Go on with your bad self. I love that for you. It's not for me. And I'm staying very firm in my conviction on I'm going to build this the way that I want to build it, the way that's authentic to me, the way that feels good to me. And that's not always easy because sometimes you'll see people shoot past you, right? Stacey Job joined 10 months ago and she is now ranked seven. How? Because she's keto. She's got reels that are going viral about keto. And she sells almost all of that by herself. Incredible. But when you have your tunnel of focus, you're not willing to sacrifice your values and your authenticity just for faster results. Because I promise you, you'll end up hating your business in the end. I promise you, you'll end up hating your business in the end. The next thing with getting up to the next level is stop comparing yourself to other people. And I, Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something that shifted Brie Nichols' mindset, which is an incredible win because Brie compares herself more than anybody I know. I know. Some of y'all are like, what? I know. She compares herself more than anybody I know. She compares herself to Jenny Elizabeth. She compares herself to Megan George. She compares herself to, she compares herself more than anybody I know. And this is the one thing that I said, and those of you that were on this leadership call, you remember me saying this, but stop comparing yourself to other people unless you want to trade their whole life all of it would you trade everything to have that one thing because i can tell you the thing that you are comparing yourself to about other people it's a culmination of everything that's led up that that they've experienced in their life right the way that you behave the way that you act the way that you do things in life it's a culmination of everything you've experienced in life so I only say this because Megan George said this in the chat when I said this on the leadership call. She said, you can have my sales number and you can have my check, but do you want my infertility issues? Right? When you start to focus on trading the whole person, not just the one, you're, you're wanting to trade one tiny, um, one tiny strength that they have because you see all of your weaknesses. But if you look at the whole person and you say, would I trade my relationship with them? Would I trade my debt with them? Would I trade y'all? Okay, fine. Uh, full send again. I did. I said this on a freaking on the, I don't know why I keep telling people this, but I said this on the rising champ zoom. And I think I tell people this because it makes me more relatable. Uh, some of y'all probably compare yourselves to me because you want to be, uh, maybe you like my leadership style. Maybe you want my check. Maybe you want to be ranked seven. Maybe you want to be in the lab. Maybe you want to whatever. Um, 
a week ago, I woke up and my bank account was negative $250. And I don't say that for pity. I say that because I'm just as human as you. I'm just as human as you. I'm trying to pay for a wedding. I agreed to pay $30,000 for a freaking mastermind with Eric Worre. It makes me puke every time I say it. I'm trying to pay for a wedding. I'm still paying. I pay, y'all don't, you probably don't know this. I pay $1,500 minimum in debt every single month because of my drug addiction. Minimum. $1,500, right? And I say that because like, would you want to trade with that? Negative $250, you look like this freaking hotshot leader that's on the lab and your bank account's negative $250. I feel like a fraud, right? So just remember that when you're comparing yourself to other people. My bank account's better now. I sold some trials. It's okay. I've got my bills paid. My bank account's better now. But like, it was not, it was, it was a struggle last week. I was like, oh my God. And everybody kept paying with Stripe. They were buying trials, but they were paying with Stripe. And Stripe doesn't deposit into your bank account right away. So I was like, this is really, this is really stressful. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> just remember that little piece. Like, remember that when you're comparing yourself to somebody, you want to compare to your, the entire life. Would you trade relationships? Some of y'all know. So there are some people that like, I wish I had their check, but I would never trade their relationship ever. I would never trade, uh, maybe it's their parents, right? Maybe they have really toxic family. I wouldn't trade that. I'm really, really blessed with my family. So the next thing with getting to the next level is remembering that facing your emotional triggers and working through them is not the same as avoiding them. You will not get to the next level until you learn how to work through your emotional triggers. You just won't. You'll be mean to people. You'll self-sabotage. You will uh, clap back. Your ego will get in the way a lot. You will not see things from other people's side. It's really, really difficult to have empathy when you, have, when you don't know how to handle your emotional triggers. And working through them and avoiding them are not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Figuring out how to work through your emotional triggers, right? I, and I know there's a lot of addicts on here. So like, uh, as you like get deeper and deeper into recovery, you learn how to work through more and more emotional triggers. So you become less likely to relapse, right? So like a year into my recovery, if, if drugs were put in front of me, I might have used them. I'm almost six years into my recovery now. I'm a little bit more confident in myself, not hundred percent confident yet. Cause I haven't had the trigger, but you know, it's, it's been working through emotional triggers, right? So, uh, facing your emotional, learning how to face your emotional triggers. And I don't say this to be rude, but like, I, it's not rude. It should be normalized. Get a therapist, get a therapist. Like everybody should have one. Everybody should have one. If Holly didn't get a therapist, uh, she probably would not be out to her parents right now. And we'd be planning a wedding secretly or something. I don't know. She'd be living with her roommate. Uh, I don't know, right? But like she needed that, that extra accountability to help her work through some emotional triggers. So the next thing is um, learn your self-sabotaging behaviors. Like what triggers you to self-sabotage? What triggers you to shut down? What triggers you to stop working? What triggers you not to show up? Because y'all, we got to learn how to show up on days when our feelings are hurt. 
because I'm going to tell you right now, motivation is an emotion. Everything's an emotion. If we rely on our emotions to feel great and uh, that be the only indicator of whether or not we show up, then you never, you know, your business is going to be so inconsistent. Ooh, I sold a 15 pack. Um, and so learning your self-sabotaging behaviors, right? So one, I'll give you an example. I told you guys that Holly is going viral right now. She has two uh, two videos that have over a million views. She went from 16.3 thousand followers to 60. She, I think she has 70 follow, 70 thousand followers now. She's trying oh, oh, 71.3, 71.3 thousand followers. I'm so sorry. Uh, she's trying to beat my old account. My old account's at 79.8, I think. So she's probably going to beat me today. But in the past, when Holly would have videos go viral. She would do what I think probably a lot of you would do is shut down. Oh, this is too much for me. Nope, this is too many notifications. This is too much energy. I can't handle this. I can't do this. And she would shut down. She would get off TikTok for a few days. She wouldn't post a video. She wouldn't answer comments. She wouldn't do anything. And so this week she's been really working through that self-sabotaging behavior and posting a video every day and making sure there's been multiple times where she's like, I need to respond to comments so that this video gets boosted again. And she sits there for 20 minutes responding to comments. Some of these videos have a thousand comments on them. She's like, I'm never going to get back to all of them. I'm like, yes, you will. You are so consistent with this every day, 20, 20 minutes, like probably three times a day. She responds to comments. She makes sure to post a new video every single day. She's been extremely coachable, extremely coachable. She had an electrolyte video take off. It was like a video about how if you're peeing a lot, then you probably need more electrolytes. Um, and she had the, that was the first video that went viral. And she's like, I need to make a video about uh, Mitoplex. And I said, yeah, you do. And I said, what you need to do is you need to say they're linked in your bio. You need to put a link in your bio that literally says electrolytes on it. Don't link them to your prove it site, link them directly to the electrolytes. So they can add them to their bag and check out because that's what they're looking for. So what did she do? She did exactly what I said. And now she has 12 new customers. I have 12 new customers. <laughs> so learn yourself sabotaging behaviors, awareness around it uh, will help you will help you, right? So like, I know that uh, one of my self-sabotaging behaviors is that if I'm not getting the results as quickly as I want, I stop doing the things because I don't want to work hard if I'm not going to get recognized for it. Hi, this is called daddy issues. <laughs> oh, so anyway, uh, that's my self-sabotaging behavior. I have awareness around it now. And I know that even though I'm not at the top of the leaderboard, my hard work is going to pay off. And even though I'm not moving as quickly as I want to, or I'm not moving as quickly as other people that are building in a different way, I know it's going to pay off. I know it is. I know I will have a consistent business built brick by brick by brick by brick. That's really solid because I'm doing it in the way that makes me feel good. So the last thing with uh, leveling up your business is step into your own leadership. And what I mean by that is stop waiting for somebody else to do it. When we first launched Pick 3 Better Me, I definitely 110% said we were going to have a Phoenix Pick 3 Better Me chat. And I definitely did not do that. How many of you went and created your own chat because I didn't do it? Well, I know you did, Laura. <laughs> She's like, I already got one. <laughs> I'm a good leader, right? But she took, my point is, is that you look, you took your leadership in your own hands. You didn't wait for somebody else to do it for you. 
right? How many times do we wait for what do we wait for our leadership to do something? I know I do it sometimes with the lab where I like bring an idea to the lab and I'm like, yeah, let's like magically make this happen. Like who's going to take ownership over that? And then I look at myself and I'm like, oh damn, that's me. That's me. I'm the leader. Damn. I got to take ownership over that. You know, the Phoenix link tree actually came from the mastermind that I was on, the Six Figure Mastermind. Uh, they were talking about how they had a link tree for their team. It was like an onboarding system for their team. So it was like links in order for their videos. Um, and I was like, nah, we don't really need that because we have Betty. But like, I do need a link tree for all the important links for our team because they're all over the place, which is how the link tree was born. 